folks. Happy Monday. Welcome to a brand new episode. Train wreck tonight, 242, sponsored by Outlet Liquor, New York's only outlet liquor. When you need to stock up, it's the place to buy a case. What's your outlet? Big show tonight, folks. We got Maniac back in the building. Happy draft week. We're talking the Buffalo Sabres, the Vegas Golden Knights, and their huge matchup tomorrow night against the Dallas Stars, NBA playoffs, and a little gambling and futures update. Here we go. You don't shut don't Tonight, 2.42. Here comes the rain, the wind, the thunderstorm maniac after a beautiful weekend here in Buffalo, New York. Happy birthday, Jordan Poyer. Happy birthday, our girl, Brett Will. And it's draft week, maniac. How? First of all, how do we not think about this? And why aren't we in Vegas right now for this week? I don't know. I mean, you know, honestly, to me, the last eight months, it's been tough. Even whether it was the 2021 season for the NFL even now, I mean, yeah, it seems in retrospect crazy that we're not in Vegas for an NFL week when clearly everyone's there, everyone's having a time, everyone's talking gambling, golf, great weather. But I'm not that shocked. I mean, four and a half months ago, just calling a spade a spade, you had, you know, variants coming out and, and numbers were moving in the wrong direction. So you didn't know what was going on with travel. Glad to see things moving in the right direction. But yeah, it does cause you to kind of kick yourself a little bit, not being in Vegas for such a lit and big event. Yeah, I, I forgot who it was. I think it was Fates tweeted today. Just the weather in Vegas. Oh, my God. It's like 80 and sunny there every day. When I was yeah, there back. 77, 80, 77, sunny. It looks amazing. Yeah, I was there back in uh, February, late February. Not the ideal conditions to go to Vegas. Like, obviously, you know, the pools aren't open. Look at the wind here. Holy God. I mean, it's a windstorm here in Cheek to Vegas. <laughs> look, at, look at this. It's playing with your depth. It's making you look like you're, like, coming in and out. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, but I mean, how about these past two days, Maniac? Talk about being productive. Sunday, 75, 77, and, and Sonny getting it done. Seriously, I mean, I got to say, there were a lot of haters, Alan. There have been a lot of haters for these first four weeks of spring. But let's face it, we're essentially, you know, if this was an NBA game, we're at the nine-minute mark of the second quarter as far as spring is concerned. So there's a lot of game left, and 
Yeah, that weekend that we had last weekend, the the haters were out all so far, but that was better than any weekend we had in the fall, plain and simple. Oh, you're right. Even going back to Friday, you could be in t-shirt and shorts. Absolutely beautiful. But how was your weekend? I mean, obviously, NBA playoffs are now in full throttle. We are officially one week away from NHL playoffs. Those go down uh, May 2nd, next Monday. But these Buffalo Sabres maniac, it's literally the Sabres in the over. 75% of the time, I feel like it's clipping at now. Sabres in the over has been amazing. Uh, yeah, and we were fortunate uh, to take advantage of our press access to go to the game Saturday against the Islanders. Poor Dewey's Islanders and poor your Islanders, I guess, technically. I mean, they are just a loss because I get, you know what, that you had to expect that. In a weird way, it was either they were going to go back again or they were going to fall off completely. There isn't going to be a first-round exit for the Islanders. That's not the kind of team they are. But with that said, uh, yeah, we got to take that in, got to go uh, check out. So we were in the press box, got to see uh, RJ and one of the newest Bills, OJ. OJ Howard uh, hanging out there. So that was awesome. But, yeah, great experience to be in the arena. And it was weird. It wasn't wasn't RJ night in the arena, which we were all there for, fortunately, and everything like that on Saturday. But it was a nice Saturday, you know, afternoon where you felt good to be at a Sabres game. And that's really saying something for the team. And since they've got Owen Power, I mean, I'm pretty sure they're five and one, and the wow. charts are looking good, the numbers are looking good, so it's very interesting, and it's gonna be a lot riding uh, going into next year. No, plain and simple. Maniac, can you pull up that picture one more time, the one you just showed with OJ and RJ? You got it right yeah. there, still, right? Yeah. So real quick, and this might be a dumb question, but was it you that got this picture? So I took this picture, but to the right, like like the, the Buffalo Sabres people were taking the picture. So okay, it was kind of like so. If you see, like not to like you know start trouble. So we got this at two sixteen. Um, let's go. Let's see. Let's not go. Let's not go too crazy here. But let's see. So it was two sixteen on Saturday. Real quick, this was yesterday. There's Don Granado's post game. There's the Sabres skating around it. They won. So this this occurred. So ours is at 218 or 216, and theirs is at 220. So, yeah, I saw them taking this picture, and I was just like, I want that picture. And then, I mean, you know, we all took a little bit of time to get it posted. But they obviously got the more formal. Yeah. <laughs> I got I got the more – I actually like our shot better because RJ's kind of giving them, like, a side eye, like, you know, like, oh, wait till you see what's going on in Buffalo, kid. Yep. And what do we got? We got two games to go. I think they finish up at Boston and then home to Chicago on Friday night. RJ's last call. I believe so. RJ's last call Friday. That'll be a game to be at. And then, you know, I hate to say it, but it's bandit season. Uh, I know we're, yeah. we're in the draft, but we got a big game against Toronto yep. on uh, Saturday. And then we got the playoffs. So very pumped to uh, be there. I might be there on Saturday. We'll see. You got a lot going on on Saturday. Uh, so it'll be very interesting. But yeah, crazy weekend. I mean, I love the NBA playoffs. I will say it. Um, the NBA playoffs that first week, it ranks up there with like, I would say the sweet 16. I don't put the sweet 16 on its own pedestal. I like the 64 and 32 better because of how many games you get in the variance and they're nonstop. But I would put NBA playoffs opening week on that pedestal with sweet 16 elite eight, where you're seeing some good quality basketball um, and you're seeing some shifts in the matchups. Uh, you get the Pelicans tied up with the Suns. Uh, and you got, you know, some stuff in the East going on. Obviously, okay. everyone's surprised by uh, Celtics Nets, even though that's how the uh, seeds indicate it should be. If you bet the over one and a half maniac saying variance on this show, the over just hit and we are only nine minutes in. What a uh, hit variance. there. But uh, yeah, NBA playoffs off to a fantastic start. A lot of close games, a lot of good games. But, I mean, you're looking at the odds. They flip pretty damn quick, especially with the 
uh, Devin Booker injury and the and the Phoenix Suns. They were the clear-cut favorite going into it. Now with the Warriors being up 3-1, according to DraftKings, now they're the favorite at plus 280. And with the Celtics being up 3-0 in that series against people thought the Nets were going to probably make a run to the Eastern Conference Finals. That's not happening anymore. Now the Celtics are down to 4-1. to I mean, I think that Devin Booker injury is just crushing the Phoenix. I mean, you pretty much, you, you go, you're going to go up 2-0 if you win that, or if Booker stays in that game, game two at home. Now you're down, now you're tied 2-2 going back to Phoenix. It was a mild hamstring. That's still two to three weeks. And when it comes to NBA playoffs, do you reseed? I don't think so. No? So I'm trying to figure out who their potential matchup be then in the second round, even if they get past the Pelicans. Like, do they have to face a Golden State Warriors in the round two? I mean, that'd be brutal. That's a that'd be a horrible draw for Phoenix. If they no if they, teams are never reseeded in the NBA playoffs. Wow. So what would that matchup be? Who's who's the four or five? Is that the Dallas game? Is that the Dallas series? I think it is. I think it's Dallas Jazz. So then F- Phoenix would get the winner of Dallas Jazz, I believe. Yeah, I mean that would be pretty crazy. And again, that's why the NBA playoffs is so ridiculous. Things can get pretty crazy pretty quickly for yeah, sure. And some of the games have been ridiculous. You're talking 20, 25 point leads. Again. Yeah, I mean, well, Vegas got stubborn. They tried to uh basically every spread this weekend, which had the underdogs at home, was like minus two, minus one, plus three, right? They're all close. They're all close. I think Vegas probably that that went about 50-50. Uh there were some that covered, like for example, last night, uh, yep. the Pelicans uh plus two at home, and then there were some that got crushed. Like the Bulls were plus four and a half yesterday. I was expecting the Bulls to win with that with that number. I that mean, was, honestly. That was the Jake lock of the day yesterday outside of the United Center. And I'll I tell them I teased it up to six and a half in one of my parlays. Nope, not even close. I figured, especially after that shellacking blowout. You know, a couple nights before when Milwaukee smacked them, but I thought they'd keep it a close game at home, but not, 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 I and mean, that's not the case, especially with Middleton being hurt too. Yeah, you would think so, but then out of nowhere, you got, uh, what's his face, Grayson Allen, 10 for 12 from the floor. I mean, let's face it, every side likes to troll, but there's just as much sloppy NBA playoff basketball as there is sloppy NCAA tournament basketball. Like when you get those crazy, like, 57 to 39 games in the NCAA tournament. There was a game yesterday where the Bulls lost by 24 and Grayson Allen, who everyone does not consider like a superb NBA player, put up 27 points. Like that's ridiculous. Yeah, you can't predict that shit. I wonder what his total or his over under for for points was. Over was probably what, like four and a half? Like I I don't want to go crazy, but five and a half is coming off the bench. Yeah. Manny, I got to ask you, I know you brought up the Sweet 16 in college basketball. You said you're really into the NBA playoffs. What is your favorite playoff? If you had to pick one out of all the major. If I had to pick one four-day period. Well, well, my favorite playoffs is the NHL playoffs because it is so much better. It is like legendary. Those games when you're up till 1 a.m. Yeah. Double, triple OT. Those are awesome. Those are the best. Those are the most superb. As far as the games that I get the most fired up to watch uh, on an individual, is probably the NFL playoffs. But if it was one, if it was one four day period, I would say the sixty four thirty two of the NCAA tournament for sure. I think that's the craziest, especially coming off you're coming off conference tournament week, so you kind of got that high as well. Yeah, uh, especially now you have the play in, so you have a full lead in to where it's just craziness and awesomeness for that forty period. What about you? 
Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I don't think you're wrong at any point there. I think for sure, same here, NHL playoffs. Um, it's it's a playoffs where literally anyone can do it. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter what seed, what what seed you are, one through eight. I know the NHL. I don't. It drives me nuts. They don't do one through eight anymore. I don't know why Batman and the league had to change. That, that. is terrible. Very it's, bad. It's so stupid. And it screwed the Sabers. The Atlantic is crazy. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I just. I don't know why they they don't go back to that. But yeah, definitely NHL playoffs for sure. Like you said, those late night games. Um, and then, yeah, if you're talking a four day period, that that, that yeah, March Madness, no doubt, probably ranks it in my number two. It'd go NHL, then March Madness. And then you're right. I for number three, NFL playoffs for sure. I mean, that wild card weekend divisional round, those are great. And even conference championship weekend is nuts. I know it's only one day on a Sunday, but still that's so the only fun. bad thing about conference championship is only two games. Like the great yeah. now, especially with super wild card weekend where you're getting three games on each day, like that's incredible. And a Monday nighter. Yeah, and the Monday uh, incredible. Uh, is the NFL not taking over, dude? Like they're taking over Christmas now. Yeah, they're taking over everything as they should. I mean, yeah. I guess that's that's what it's all about, and it shows you that just the clear desire for football in this country that we got the USFL, we got the XFL yep. coming back next year. Yep. By the way, some of those clips are hysterical. Like they're allowed to trash talk each other in their faces, no flags. Like, I mean, yeah, there's just a lot of there's more room for sports than ever. There's more streaming services than yep. ever. There's more you know networks to get them out on. So it's gonna be very interesting to see how that continues to develop. Like, yeah, it's crazy that you know, Yankees games are on Amazon now. Like, so if you don't have Amazon, you go to Yes Network, which was, you know, for decades, every single game was on Yes Network, unless it was on ESPN. Not, no longer the case. So definitely we're living in a new sports time. What, what, what were your, by the way, you talked about trash talking. You thought you brought up Yankees. What were your thoughts on what happened in right field and right center with the bleacher creatures against the Indians or the guardians? Pitiful, bad, yeah, yeah. embarrassing. Um, I, I listen, fans get fired up. I have seen I have seen Bills fans give opposing fans the finger like to their faces like like kids, like five, ten years old, give them the finger. I've seen fans do crazy things. Fans do crazy things. It doesn't define all the fans. When you have one set of Yankees fans throwing 20 beer bottles in from the right field, does it mean all Yankees fans are scumbags? No, but it was a scumbag act for sure. Like it's a terrible look. When you have a fan, when you have a team that walked off like the other team in a huge comeback in the last inning on a beautiful day, like and instead of celebrating, they're in like the outfield, like telling everybody to chill. Like you know, that speaks for itself. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's just a, such a shitty look. Um, even no matter what those Indians players were saying, just pointing the scoreboard at that point. Yeah, like, you, just, you just walked off. You saw, and- you saw the video is straw, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And when he, oh, the up close. Yeah, the up close yeah. one. Yeah, I saw that one. And then, what was I going to say? Come on. Straw, Quan, game-winning hit. I just had, oh, oh, yeah, got it, got it. The next day. Did you see how bad the Indians outfield, Guardians outfielders looked? Yeah. They, oh, I mean, they God. had a terrible – I was I would have I would have put Guardians' money line as the bet of the day there, honestly, just yeah, based and, on the emotions. But they, and, they dropped a, a zero. And especially, especially how Garrett Coles looked. I mean, he, yeah. he threw a gem through six and two-thirds, gave up no runs, and the, and the Guardians' outfielders were horrendous. You could tell they were rattled. They were definitely a little rattled out there. Really bad. Really bad. So what do we got next here? Well, I mean, really, it's it's the draft. We got, what, the Brees Hall talk today. 
So it's officially, you know, goes without saying smoke screen season. How many <laughs> smoke monster season? How many retweets did you get? I mean, only like 30. The, the, the giveaway thing works like crazy. I don't know. You, you put up a pair of glasses and you have to do like three things and you get 500. You put up 100 bucks. I think it's because people are skeptical that we actually are going to pick them. And, and, people, and people saw what Buffalo Wins tweeted at you. <laughs> always always very constructive that one yes i mean he, he i at first i was like what is that but he's just very anti-running back so he was letting his emotions get the best of which we all do i can't blame someone for that on the internet it would be like you know blaming aquaman for being in the water it's what i do so would you snap if the bills draft the running back no i i i'm fully into whatever bean does i trust bean I at this point because there's been so many moves that have been second guessed yeah. i heard all going into last offseason how we're not going to be able to re-sign Matt Milano. We're not going to be able to re-sign Trey White with an extension. We're not going to yep. do this. Then going into this offseason, well, there's no way you're going to be able to sign Stephon Diggs. You're not going to really be able to afford anybody in free agency. You're not going to really be able to – all this stuff I've heard, and it just doesn't come to fruition. So why would I get upset when something's done that, like, I don't understand? It's all beyond me. Um I mean, credit to those that do break it down and try and like try to understand it and everything. But, you know, it's like poetry in motion. I'm just going to enjoy it. Uh, I'm just going to ride the wave. I mean, I think there's some things that they could do that'd be odd. Like, if he picks a punter, obviously, I'm going to be like, what the hell's going on? But no, I think if they select a running back, it's because they believe that running back can make them help them make plays in a postseason this year. That's the biggest thing with this pick to me. No I matter agree. who this pick is. Can this pick make a play for me in the postseason this year? Because that's the biggest thing. I know they're talking about looking at the long vision and know this pick is not for a Super Bowl pick. But, Al, as you've said, this is a Super Bowl season. Everyone on a one-year deal is on a Super Bowl contract. I, dude, I was just going to say that, man. So, like, this, this, yeah, this pick is all about who's going to get them over the top. Yeah, honestly. can you make a play in January? This is Yeah, this is not going to be can they make an impact in 2023. Yes. Like, like no, this is someone who can make an impact now. So, uh, yeah, I'm very excited for Thursday night. And uh, I know our guys over at the Crowd Assist podcast, The Cap, it's going to be a big night. Lots of special guests uh, starting, I believe, at 745, a live stream. So, yeah, la I mean, last season was hysterical. It was so funny. Um, I mean, J Wake, Wake Jackins had the fancy stats. The funny thing is that Wake was very anti uh, Mac Jones the whole time. So, when the Patriots traded up to take him, it was hysterical. And then, of course, we had the full ride. Uh, we had check-ins last year from Matt Perino from the draft room when he was yep. getting a uh, fad brown ice cream. So there was like, just, we're going to be having fun. We're going to be watching all the MLB, the NBA, the NHL action that's going on as well. Yep. So as much as it's going to be an, an NFL draft, and it will be a grind, don't get me wrong. You don't do anything for more than two hours and not grind it out. But yep. with all that action going on, the time is truly going to fly. It's going to be an amazing time on Thursday night. Hopefully we get someone from Vegas too with a live update. That'd be amazing. Oh, well, we got him locked in. Two, two syllables, one legend, Warlock. Oh, my gosh. I love it. Where's he staying? Oh, who knows? Probably some penthouse suite with the number of points he's got on his card. <laughs> pulling up in the U-Haul truck right down, <laughs> right down, right down Las Vegas Boulevard. Pulling, pulling up on the boulevard in the U-Haul, dude. That's yep. like only a legendary move now that I think about it. Like you, Nobody casual does that. No, no, and he pulls it right behind the uh, UB Stadium scoreboard. So yeah, <laughs> like, is that even legal? No, uh, he, he has his own set of rules. It's incredible. <laughs>
Like, if you told me I had to do that right now, I don't think I could do that. But he just did it. Yeah. During, like, a primetime game when the team is 3-0 and for the first time yep. since, since 1970. That was awesome. That was awesome. What a time so to be alive. So let's see here. The other thing. So obviously we got an NBA playoffs. So we kind of skirted through that. Um, any. So here's the one thing I want to get in. Think from a value point, and and I'm all about the value points now that I lost when I took favorites. I took Djokovic. I took the Avalanche. I took Alabama. Bills and again, and they, they all got to like the end. So it wasn't like, you know, they were the biggest blowups except for the Avalanche. Like Djokovic made the finals. Alabama made the college football finals. They were leading in the fourth quarter. So it wasn't the worst play of all time. Yep. But I'm more on the underdogs now, not, not picking the favorites. Really like the 76ers, honestly. Uh, they got a wow. lot of dudes who can fill it up. Maxi's popping off. And then Embiid is a MVP candidate. So I know uh, this, it's not a revolutionary pick. I think they're like, what, 8-1 to one right now? No, they're to win the title on DraftKings, they're 13-1. to one. Okay, 13-1. Okay, well, I really like – I mean, I, at the very least, I'm thinking they can get you to the Eastern Conference Finals and you can hedge at that point. Yeah. And, and you can make up a little room, so. Yeah. And that's the whole point of like my future system that I, you know, implemented last year. It's that just, it's, you're trying to get to a point where you can hedge. Honestly, that's the, you, you know, you can't expect to win every single time. And as, as you can see for me, like I, I was an idiot and I did not hedge when Vegas went up one Oh against the Montreal Canadians in the semifinals. And that was the dumbest. I regret that. I'm like, Oh, th- this is a cakewalk. They're going to cruise through Montreal. And after they went up one Oh, I'm pretty sure Vegas was like minus 750 to win the series. I could have got Montreal at a, at a sweet price at plus 500. Didn't get it. So yeah, the, the whole point of this this future system is to get to a point where you can hedge. I know people, you know, hedging's for landscapers, but no, yeah. If you got a team like Philadelphia that you believe in that has the seventh best odds currently to win the NBA title, yeah, get them, get them to the Eastern Conference Finals, and then you got some money to play with. Because yeah, it's a huge difference between the Celtics at four to one. And the Sixers at 13 to 1. So that next round matchup is going to be crucial in the East. Yeah. See, the Sixers were the second favorite in the East at the beginning of these series. So, um, you know, the Heat have kind of climbed the ranks as well as the Celtics. The Celtics, the Nets were kind of a weird factor. Um, it was kind yeah. of like an Avalanche Knights thing where I think they weren't sure how it was going to go out. And now that they're basically stomping them out, um, you know, 3 0. Again, it's. What do you think? Did, can the Nets get one done tonight? Yeah, I think the Nets can get one tonight, just just on the pure like will of, of Durant. But he sucked this series, right? Like, yeah. you know, like if he was gonna fire it up, wouldn't he fire it up for two zero? Like, right? Like you would yeah. think, like, oh, and dude, and dude, people are calling out Ben Simmons. Honestly, well, Ben Simmons is the like enough is enough. It's like right, <laughs> like when it's happening at one, it's like okay, maybe he just disagrees. He's like, like <laughs> whoever posted the Billy Madison. Uh, that meme today with him playing basketball in his room. And he's got the thermometer in his mouth. But they, I mean, it's just hysterical. Yeah, it's. I mean, I, I mean, do you want it? Do you want it or you want it? Like, come on now. I mean, just potentially ready for game three. Potentially ready for game four. I just whatever. I'm just so over it. Seriously, it is a bit much. Um. So the other thing, though, obviously we got NHL playoffs on the horizon where are you at on the Sabres right now I know you've been all out since December since November no I mean I'll be honest with you they are actually a team that I've invested some time in lately you've Um, been watching yeah when it comes to yeah when they're like they're actually fun to watch again like even the third and fourth line grinders out there you know what I mean like they're 
they're scoring goals. They're putting the puck in the net. Like, so that right now I've got people telling me that they're looking for season tickets next year, looking for 10 packs and looking. To I, would, I would definitely be looking for 10 packs next year. I think that's, that's yeah. a smart play. Cause yeah. Yeah. And I don't want to just, I don't want to just do that thing where like, I don't want to like, Oh, the Sabres are going to make the playoffs next year. No, it's not how it works. I think, but they, for the first time are trending in the right direction. And the Eichel haters and the Eichel lovers or whoever you want to call them, like, look what happened. Look what happened with this team. And look what's happening with Vegas. And I I don't know if it's a direct correlation to Eichel and Vegas. That's something that's like, you know, I don't know if I buy that. It's not, but it's like spooky. Yes. Like he's like, he's the one getting pushed out of the way in front of the net before the other team buries the OT winner. He's the one right in front of the goalie last night. Like when like it goes in with, by the way, I mean, the puck is right here. Oh, uh, the, ma- the puck is right here. <laughs> Maniac, when, like, you tweet, when you tweeted this, it's so damn funny. Four dude, seconds 3. left. 3.9 seconds. And again, you're watching this play. This was a, a, a cream along the boards going at least 20, 30 miles per hour. So wait, the where's Eichel? Where's Eichel? Eichel is right here. He's right here. Okay. So again, it's not like you want him to be anywhere else because two seconds ago, the puck was here. Yeah. Like it could come in front. You don't want that. But it's just funny because like the puck goes in and Eichel like kind of keels over. And again, that's what it is, right? It's the keel over. I hate to say it, but it's like when you're the captain and you're the leader and you're like the face of, of the organization, the keel over makes everybody else weak. How much better is the vibe for every player on the Sabres right now? Now that they feel like, you know, when something bad happens, it's not like weighing on everyone from the top yeah. down. It's just, I think there's a different vibe. There really is. And hey, remember the game in Buffalo? He's the reason that Tuck scored the empty nutter. Yeah. To cover the one and a half. Uh, yeah. Again. And again, again, like, right. Like, like I think he has 12 goals or something and like, you know, 30 something games or whatever. Like he's, he's pacing like 30 goals for the season or yeah. whatever, whatever his pace is. But is he just finds a way to be part of all these weird plays and the situation. And you look at their chart for their playoff odds. Again, it's legitimately like right after they played the Sabres, they've plummeted. Like like ever since like something happened. And again, it was his post-game shenanigans that were crazy. And speaking of shenanigans, are you on uh, did you unleash last week on Train Rock tonight with your future? No, no, I just announced this in the chat. Okay, so, well, yeah. let's let's get it. Let's get it. Yeah, so I'll give you guys a little bit of background. Yeah, so I told you the future system. It's called a couple of buddies of mine. They they named it Asus, the Al Shoop Investment System. Um, that's what that's what my future system is called. And uh, and once again, it's it's quote unquote my system. But I also get you know some insight from people that actually develop models and you know are actually good sports gamblers. And it doesn't hit every time, but. I know, Maniac, you thought you were like, oh, I know exactly what you're doing, you know, with you're taking the second. I, I kind of had it. I kind of, we, we, were, we were off yeah. filter. No, exactly. You were talking NL. You, I was looking at more towards the World Series. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, for hockey this year, um, I've been uh, dabbling with the Avalanche and the Flames. And then with baseball coming up here. I was debating. I, I really, I really wanted to be on the Blue Jays this year, but when they were like earlier a few months ago, like twenty to one to win the World Series, that might have been the price. Now they have the second best odds. There's just no value in the Toronto Blue Jays anymore, um, which is just crazy. I mean, it's the Dodgers and the Blue Jays for the World Series, according to uh, DraftKings. But then I'm rolling with 
Oh, the, ooh, they, they moved a nine to one at the Cleveland. dude. I was shocked because you were t- they were twelve to one last week, weren't they? Yeah, no, I think they were eleven. Eleven, uh, yeah, but still, I mean, eleven oh. to one—that's that's big movement. Wow. Okay, so this is breaking news. I did not see this yet, uh, but yeah, I am uh, I'm, I'm dabbling with the New York Mets World Series, and what are they to win the division? I think that, I think it's like straight up, right, with the Braves. It might have changed now, honestly. Yeah, scroll down a little bit here. AL East or no NL East? Wow, the favorite. Okay, so yeah, they're the favorite. Wow. Okay, they're the yeah. favorite. It's, it looks like looking like a two horse race, especially the Phillies. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with the Phillies. Yeah. And my other lock maniac that I'm looking at, and I know once again, people are gonna rip on me. Al's chalk. Al's favorites. How do the Bucks not win the NFC next year? I'm serious. How do the Tampa Bay Buccaneers don't win the NFC? They're plus 350 right now. I think the Packers are right behind them. I just, I'm thinking of And ways. And don't forget that it's ultimate destiny for the Bills to win their first Super Bowl by defeating Tom Brady in, in the Super Bowl. Yes. And the NFC is so weak. They lost so many quarterbacks. They're, and, and the Brady and the Bucs remind me of Allen and the Bills because... You're gonna have the t- you're gonna have the AFC West beating up each other all year long. You're gonna have Josh Allen, who should arguably go hopefully six and two, seven and one at worst, and that's the same thing as Tom Brady. They should go seven and one, eight and zero against that pathetic division of the NFC South. You don't have to deal with Matt Ryan anymore. I'm not saying that was even a big deal. Yeah, anymore. it's Tom Brady versus Matt Rule, and then it's Tom Brady versus the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, I mean, there's you're right. You're right. I mean, come on, it's a cakewalk. They the Saints should, are gonna be a disaster. Yep. And I'm sorry, everyone. And I agree. What are know, they? What are they to win their division next year? Actually, can you check that at the creek? That's a great question. I know they're plus three fifty to win the NFC. What are they? Minus three hundred. I mean, I, to guess, I, minus two fifty. Must be crazy. Hold on. They they don't even have them. What? All right, hold on. They don't, they, don't, they don't have them for the NFC. That they, they have divisions for the for the hold. AFC, but not the NFC. Sketchy Creek. Oh, okay. No, I didn't scroll down enough. <laughs> okay, wrong. <laughs> Minus 305. You're on the money, literally. Wow. Wow. Saints I... plus 450. Yeah, I just don't see any way they lose that division. Zero no. chance. No chance, man. And you know, Tom Brady, Brady would have to get hurt. Basically, like, that's, that's the jinx. It. The, it was, I, that's the odds. That's what I would say. If if the only way they don't win the NFC is, is, is if Brady gets hurt. And I'm and like, and, and the Packers losing Devontae Adams, man. Like, I get it. Brady can make any receiver look good. Or Rodgers, excuse Rogers, me. Rodgers can make Rogers, yeah. yeah. Rodgers can make any receiver look good. But I'm sorry, that's the he's the best one. Adams is top two, top three in the league. You can't just lose him and then what? Are, they, are, they, are the Packers finally going to draft a receiver in the first round this year? No. I don't know. That's just that is my take on a future for NFL coming up. Is the Bucks? I would love to tie things in with the Bucks plus three fifty to win the NFC. I I just I can't say. Now I'm I'm even talking a solo bet, a big solo bet too. A big yeah. unit play because I just I'm definitely not doing that. I'm not doing that with the Bills to win the AFC. You know, or you know where I'm going with the Bills, Super Bowl all the way. But NFC, come on, Brady, Bucks, going back to the bowl. Go back to the bowl. <laughs> Speaking of which, we got shoutouts here. So you got 26 shirts party tomorrow. Hydraulic Hearth, Pizza yeah. Bar. 
Yeah, we got what? 6 to 9 p.m. and a $10 pizza bar. Unbelievable. All, all you can eat pizza for 10 bucks? I shouldn't say that. If that, that might not be the case, but I, th- I think it is. I, I think it's yeah. been said multiple times and it hasn't been uh, d- debated. And then yeah, Saturday. No, so obviously the Sabres will finish up RJ's last call Friday. We'll be at locker room clean out on Saturday morning. And then we will be going to uh Highmark stadium for the Stevie Johnson exposure Academy and some of the top athletes across Western New York. I believe there'll be some other podcasts there, but we'll be getting some content. We'll be uh, yep. playing some yep. games with Stevie and having a great time. That's awesome. And I, I, like Big I said, before, the- draft right into that. Yeah, like I said, look, going early in the show, huge Thursday. Train wreck sports and the cat, that virtual show. I mean, I missed the days at Rock Bottom back in what 2017 is our first. Well, ever. I was watching, remember in 2019, I got a pass to be uh in the uh Bills field house. So I was getting like interviews yes. with Arthur Motes, and you were hosting uh over in Winding. Oh my. like I was like I was searching and I just see this video from a countertop with like eight people in the, the screen. Oh, that's right. And I'm pretty sure we had audio issues that night. The oh, camera well, fell. of course. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Always something happens. Yep. I That's such a great call. 2019 at winding. Tony the Barber in the building. Tony the Barber. Yeah. I mean, let's face it. I mean, audio issues, you know, that's part of train rock at this point. It's just going to happen. When things go perfectly, That's that that just makes it all the sweeter. Every workplace is still having those issues. It doesn't yeah. matter that we've been doing it for two years now. Of course, of course. Yeah, it's crazy. We're closing in. So right now, uh, yeah, we're uh, we're probably we're closer to train wreck being uh, six years old. No, seven years old. No, six. Wait, train wreck yeah. was five last year. Not again. <laughs> we always did. It was the first year of Rex Ryan. Like, so last year would have been the five-year anniversary. This year, six. Oh, God. It's cool. Yeah. I was saying train wreck's closer to six now than it is to five. That's crazy. It really, yeah. Yeah, you corrected me last week or two weeks ago because yes, I screwed yes. that up. <laughs> yes. Well, it's okay. We're like a married couple. We're just like, ah, did you call the Jeffersons? Yeah, it was 2016. That's when we said, yeah, Rex Ryan. Lots of fun. Hey, it's yep. been an awesome ride. Obviously, we're going to keep it going here. Um, yep. Anyone else you want to shout out before the end of Trainwreck tonight? 241. I don't know. Brought nothing, to you by Outlet Liquor, the place to buy a case for this Thursday's draft. Shout event. out to the ha- yeah, shout out to the Happy Hour Hoops guys. Right? I mean, this is this is busy season for them. They're giving out locks. Donnie, obviously, Jake not so fast on Sunday with his Bulls pick, but Donnie's been hot. And yeah, I like the, I like the Bulls pick though. Shout out to Jay yeah. Lazzy. So oh, we'll have him on. Uh, so the NHL playoffs will be starting next Monday. Be We're going to have him on uh, either with an NHL postseason preview or something for next next Monday as well. So they have got that to look forward to. Yeah, I am so, so damn excited about these NHL playoffs. Um, as you know, the system aces a lot riding these next <laughs> couple months. And hopefully, you know, building a nice portfolio for the Buffalo Bills. So we'll see. That is what it's all about. It's, it's a, everything is a portfolio, whether it's going to the NHL playoffs, building up these NFL stars for the Bills, or building up the train wreck portfolio with all the yep. uh, awesome people we have on our team. So awesome to have it rocking and rolling. Train wreck 242. Make sure you're following uh, Twitter, Twitch, Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, Facebook, YouTube, all of it. 
Um, Elon Musk owns uh, Twitter, by the way, Al. Any thoughts? Is it official? That That's official. I saw some tweets going out. I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't care. Will Trainwreck Sports finally get verified? I think that's the biggest question. That, 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 there's there's a definite chance of that. We'll see. We'll see. It'll be very interesting. Very uncertain time uh, in Twitter's future, so we'll see. But uh, definitely room for improvement on the platform. We love it. We have a lot going on there, so oh, it'll be yeah. very interesting to see. Yep. Um, but, yeah, hey, make sure you're following along. This ride, this train never stops, obviously. And, of course, whether it's raining or whether we have this beautiful weather into the spring, always have. A good night. Night. Now.